Blog Talk Radio. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. Global government, the mystery school, Agenda 2030, chemtrails and geoengineering, manufactured disasters. We live in a time when awareness about current events and big media deception is critical to be prepared for the events that are rapidly descending upon us. This is Russ from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Diana and me every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. as we expose the truth big media keeps lying about. Herbal medicine, the globalist real agenda, seen through the propaganda. Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you there. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. You know what I think we should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRozier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. <laughs> hmm We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Yeah, Ryan. We air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10.30. Uh, Right now we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org. Okay, class, class, we want to talk about what we learned during the lockdown. The first question is, what did we learn during the quarantine, kids? Susie. That government overreach is real. 
What about you, Johnny? We went from home of the brave to home of the government slave. And you, Michael? We need to refresh the tree of liberty. What about you, Diane? So many sheep are willing to give up their rights because of a little fear. Very good, class. Hello to all you nincompoops and something buckers out there. I am the Wiretap. I am here to represent Eisnecker's suicide pods. Let's cut to the chase. The globalists have decided it is time to kill off all you 99% who breathe our air and use all of our food resources. You have not died fast enough by eating GMO foods or by killing each other from race riots we have started. We have tried to remove all the pieces of excrement by cooking up COVID in the Wuhan laboratory. But you are not dying fast enough. So we now have Lysnicker suicide pods. You can now rush out and die in our suicide pods. Schedule your appointment today. You can choose between a blue, brown, gray or pink casket. Remember you need to wear at least five masks minimum and you will take a COVID test before and after you get in the pod. You must also make sure your rashes remain a safe six feet social distance when you are about to exit. If you like your experience, put it on Melbourne Complete we will give you 15% off your next session. We hope to see all you useless eaters get in these pods right away before we put everyone in female camps. That do not exist. Schedule your appointment today for your Lysnicker suicide pod. Thank you. Hello Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative radio show right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today is Tuesday, so we'll have Adrian joining us here in just a second. And for everybody else out there, if you want to be a part of the show tonight, the number here is 319-527. 6208 and just press lucky number one on your phone and I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. So with that, let's say hi to Adrian real quick. Hi Adrian. Hey Proof, how's it going? I feel like it's been a while since we've talked. Yeah, you know, everything's working well, and then hopefully we'll have a guest speaker next week. Yeah, I've been afraid to book anything because uh, I I needed to make sure we were good, but I think we're good now. Okay, great. So how's it going? What's new with you? Uh, I don't know if I have anything new specifically. I'm going to... I'm going to take, uh, I think I'm taking a week off in March. I haven't confirmed yet, but I'll be doing some tour dates uh, for for the Barefoot is Legal, so I I will be out for a few days. Okay, cool. What cities are you touring? I think it's important to get the word out again. What cities will we be touring? Oh, I'm going to do two in Arizona. I know that. Um, and the, and I have a bunch of other stuff I'm doing. So I, I might be hitting Utah again soon. Um, we'll have a stop in Vegas since I live here. 
but I think that's all that's all I have time for for uh, a few days off at work, my day job. But still, it's good to get out of the house. Yeah, and travel, meet new people, new friends. It's always cool. Yeah, people that need to hear about the movement. Will you be giving speeches there? I hope so. Whenever I do a meetup, I, I always like to speak. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was like, well, what kind of event it was. If it was like kind of like a festival or just a no, not, meet not and greet close, or just, event. Yeah, something like a meet and greet. You might get 15 to 20 people, and I'll talk to people and meet them and motivate them to give it a try. I know, it sounds okay. like exciting stuff. No, I think it's but, interesting. I mean, the benefits of grounding, you know. I just, yeah. uh, I like walking barefoot, but, you know, in the cities and stuff with, like, broken glass, you know. Yeah, well, like a lot of that is, uh, a lot of that is just myth, to be honest. I wouldn't say myth necessarily, but it's it's overblown. People think it's literally everywhere, and it's not. You get out of your car, you walk, you walk three steps into a pick a pick a place here, and uh, go in, get your stuff, and you walk three or four steps back out to your car. It's really not a big deal. Yeah. I don't have very much new either since the last time we talked. I uh, to like a snake farm. It was very interesting, and it had a petting zoo attached to it. A snake petting zoo. So it was the snake exhibit, and it had a lot of different snakes from across the globe, poisonous snakes, and a very like very large snakes, um, lizards, a poisonous frog, and it had two they lions. A, they let you pet a poison frog? No, we were only allowed to touch one of the boa constrictors. The oh, other you scared me. I thought they had you at a petting zoo where you're touching poison frogs. Oh, yeah, no, there was a petting zoo attached to outside of it, but uh, it was a snake exhibit, reptile exhibit, and then outside, when you get done walking through the inside, where all the glass is at, you know, where the like the reptiles yeah. are behind it, you can go outside and see a bunch of exotic animals that they have there, lions, they had a hyena and a wolf, the hyena was really cool. All right, that sounds better. Yeah. Sorry if I sound like I'm digging through stuff. There's a vitamin I needed to take right before the show, and I'm not locating, so I'm just trying to hurry up and get that out of the way here. Yeah, that's but okay. I'm here. I could talk. I just needed a minute. Oh, yeah. I uh, was feeding a bunch of goats. There were some goats there that I actually wouldn't feed because – they seemed kind of overweight, and I don't, I don't 
condone or endorse or support animal obesity. So I would feed the goats that didn't look obese or overfed. And there was like a small cow that was following me around and trying to bite me. You know, the goat just didn't lose 40 pounds. So the goat could be exercising for life. It looked unhealthy. Yeah, it looked unhealthy. Speaking of which, were you the one that was telling me about probiotic soda? Yes, prebiotic. The Olipop. Hello? Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. This isn't that ugly at all. Like, that's the most common first box, like, complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. Have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. And they taste exactly the same, if not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door, like, but what you, why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. All right, so uh, phone number number one gave out somehow, so uh, I'm on my, my home phone. So I'm back with you, Adrian. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure what was happening. I was talking to you about the Olipop. Yeah, that's the prebiotic soda, um, Olipop, and, yeah, that was me. Okay, so you didn't even hear me. I, I said I, I bought a brand called Culture Pop. I bought strawberry rhubarb. Did you like it? Yes. I'd get I it again. I have heard of that one. 
Yeah, it's it's uh, by a brand called uh, Gutsy, I think. So okay, uh, I I kept the can. It says Fizzy and Gutsy Probiotic Soda Culture Pop Strawberry Rhubarb. Yeah, I've heard of the one. I think it's called Poppy. I really didn't like that that much. Uh, the Olipops, that's where it's at for me right now. I'll have to try those ones. I don't know if I've seen them anywhere over here on the East. They were two for three. So I I bought the the strawberry rhubarb. They were out of orange mango, and they had a watermelon lime flavor, which is next. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Watermelon lime. I think that Olipop has one of those, too. Okay. Yeah, they were on sale two for three, normally like two forty nine each, and I figured, well, for a dollar fifty I'll try it. I I'm not paying two fifty for one can of soda. Oh, how much were the other ones? These were two for three, so a dollar fifty each. Oh, okay. All right, so you know, as I far as news goes, uh, go ahead if you got something. Oh, it was nothing news-related. It was just me, like, I keep seeing and hearing people talk about toilet training cats. About training what? Like, toilet training cats. And it just seems very oh, difficult. Like, I haven't tried it, but I've seen it. You've seen it in person? I knew somebody that did it, but I never saw that. I never saw it happen live. That's impressive. All right. So, what uh, what do we want to get into first? I, I, I'll. I think I'm the only one that does not understand really what happened in Miami with that alien. Okay, I heard some people. Okay, you know how I think I've talked to you before. I don't really believe in the aliens, but like I, I don't know, I'm very evidence based. I would need to touch the alien in person and make sure it's not fake or a hologram, anything like that related to Project Blue Beam. I have heard people talk about a alleged alien sighting or something in Miami, but I haven't looked it up or really entertained it because I I don't really know if they're real. Well, I, I look at it this way myself here. That I, I just think it's it's crazy to believe that Earth is the only place that has living creatures on it. So uh, I, I don't know how many of them come here necessarily, but with all the planets and galaxies out there, I just think it's crazy that Earth would be the only thing that, that has intelligent life on it. I do kind of have a theory With that, that being said, I, I do think that we're being scammed in Miami personally. I 
I do have this belief that if aliens are real, then they have to be demons. Because, like, if, de- you know, like, maybe, like, shapeshifters or something like that, and if, you know, there's a such thing as, quote, aliens, then it's actually demonic entities. Well, I don't, I don't know if they necessarily have travel brochures before they, they set out in their spaceships or anything uh, and saying come to Earth and, and all this stuff. So can something accidentally find Earth? I mean, I guess maybe, but I just think that's hard to – I just know how far we are from other planets, and it would just seem unrealistic. Maybe for Mars, if there was life on Mars – but when it takes like 80 light, 80 light years to to go from one planet to another in another galaxy, I, I just don't – I just can't picture 80 light years just uh, sitting in a, in a spaceship. And how does the spaceship refuel itself? I don't know. So, are they real? Yes. Uh, how do they get here? I have no clue. Do they get here? I don't have a clue, but I, I it wouldn't surprise me if some came through just in passing. I don't Did think there's any repeat. Do you have a clip for us? I have what? Do you have a Do you have a clip for us? Is somebody saying something about it in Miami? This just happened, right? A few days ago, right? Over the weekend, I don't have a clip. I I, I was just going to ask you if you knew about it. Yeah, I don't know what they're saying about it. Um, I guess I just didn't look it up because I'm like, you know, I don't really believe in aliens. So I just kind of chose to remain ignorant on the incident, supposed alleged incident. No, other than that. Uh, as far as campaign news, I don't know if there's anything really new over the last week. Although, I do think it's disturbing that you have people now laughing about uh, about the possibility of Trump being assassinated. I think it's very interesting, and you know, this goes back to my main stance they have about Donald Trump that I've expressed on here before. You know that that was a Simpson episode, right? Like, that's very strange. Yeah. I saw it. Very, very strange. I think that this And the thing is, is would they be able to get away with it because they, they run, Democrats run everything right now. So they're, they're asking in court right now if, uh, if it's acceptable for SEAL Team 6 to kill uh, anybody that uh, is against the United – there was that discussion. That's on the Gateway Pundit right now. Interesting. You know, I just saw on the news earlier when we were out to dinner, um, you know, they're warning now. I think it's going to be a very – well, I think it's going to be a very interesting year. To say the least, a very interesting decade. I think that people need to really prepare themselves and their families for Mm -hmm. several different things, Um, one being floods, because it just settled the news that 
there is about is there's flood warnings in certain areas that threaten they claim a hundred million and I think that's very interesting and from the some of the research I've been doing and like kind of like journalism stuff in different cities, it actually appears that cities have been being made in flood zones almost seemingly on purpose. And then there are instances where insurance companies, and this was seen in Florida recently with the last flood, the four foot, five foot water, um, that caused a lot of uh, flooding in the streets in Fort Lauderdale, you have scams going on with the insurance companies. And I think that's very interesting as well. Well, I, I, I'm just under the belief now that the only way that some of these floods can happen is if they're using weather weapons. Because uh, since the beginning of time, though, it's not like we're running out of water. We are, but we're not. So, uh, for example, uh, out here in Las Vegas, there's the Colorado River, and a few years ago they decided to reroute the water and to not allow the water to go out this direction. And so the Hoover Dam, the... the Lake Mead was uh, drying up, so to speak, and then they're blaming the residents. So they, they, could, they, could, they could restrict the water and then yell at everybody for using too much. But what people don't even know is that even the, the water is on the border of California, Nevada, and Arizona. There's a little spot there where all three states touch. So more water goes to Los Angeles than it does to Las Vegas. I don't know if anybody knew that. Even though Los Angeles is on the Pacific Ocean, they they can get an aquifer and clean that water and, and not have it be a big deal. With the flooding... I'm talking about the other end, a drought. So no, I'm not going to worry about flooding myself. Uh, repeat that. Is that an every year occurrence over there? Uh, where the water was going down? Yeah, for the past five years when they started restricting the water coming into they re, they redirected the water so it wouldn't come here as often. I, I don't. I, maybe I didn't describe it right to you. I think I kind of understand what you're saying. But that that's globalism for you. They they do something, and then they blame you for what they did, and then they give you a solution that's worse. Yeah, I don't know. This is very interesting, the flood. But, yeah, there's no uh, – to me, it's it's 
I, I don't know how I can explain it to you, but I, I don't I don't buy the hype. I don't buy any hype ever. Just like when COVID yeah, hit four years curious. ago, I, I didn't I didn't get excited one bit. I'm like I, I know it's a I, I know that it's globalism and I know what the goal is and uh, I'm not gonna be part of it. Yeah, I think that people would be it would behoove people to honestly prepare themselves. So do you have any campaign news of any kind? I do not at the present moment. No. I did see an article a few weeks ago that made me laugh so hard. Um basically Chris Christie's niece, I don't know if you heard she got kicked off of a plane for assaulting several well at first she got kicked off of a plane for asking slash accusing a Latino family of smuggling cocaine and then she attacked several police officers when they tried to remove her off of the plane I think I actually still have this article on my phone available pretty quickly because I sent it to so many people. Yeah, so Chris Christie's niece charged in booze-fueled airplane scrap. That is on the Daily Beast, and that's the funniest titled one. Um, But the next one that I started sending people was even funnier. Um, Yeah, basically... Since the niece of GOP presidential candidate Chris Christie was charged Monday over an alleged drunken meltdown as she was kicked off of a flight. Says Shannon Epstein was charged with a felony. Basically, she was resisting police and disturbing the peace and accused a Hispanic family seated nearby if they were, like, of smuggling cocaine, basically. And... She fought so ferociously that they had to actually strap her to a wheelchair, and she allegedly bit, spit on, and kicked the deputies. So that reminds me of a of a different case here, but but kind of similar stuff. So, did you see the? The one where the judge sentenced the guy to, to prison here in Las Vegas, and he he jumped up and, and uh, body slammed the judge. I didn't know. So they were originally going to give him like 19 months, I think, and he had a big rap sheet on him too. They were cutting him a break, and he was upset. He was actually going to go to prison, so. As soon as she read him the sentence, he jumped up, jumped over the desk and, and tackled her and beat her up. So they, they agreed that they're going to give him an extra four years with that. She, he already had a light sentence, but he thought he was just walking out of there. Attempted murder, uh, all kinds of odds and ends, and, and he only got 19 months. 
And you know that they gave that to him only because he's black. I'm going to go ahead and say it, that he got black privilege. Chris Christie's niece was, like, yelling, I'm mm-hmm. friends with Donald Trump. And I am – yeah, she started ranting about knowing Donald Trump and threatening the deputy's jobs, asking if they know who she is, saying she's Chris Christie's daughter, and that they're so effed. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't think she'd be friends with Donald Trump. I don't know about that. And I don't know if that would help yeah, her in that case so anyway. That's so wild. I guess you could say she was definitely drunk on that one. Yeah. So funny. I mean, that's wild. Like, that's some Jersey. That's some Jersey behavior. I don't know. That's so funny. She literally had to be strapped to a wheelchair. Is Chris Christie still even running? I don't know if he dropped out or not. I don't know what his calling is. Yeah, not at all. I'm actually going to see right here. I don't think he dropped out. No, he hasn't dropped out, but there is a fresh news article that came out one day ago on Financial Times that says it's time for Chris Christie to drop out. Oh. Yeah, I really don't think right now where Iowa thing is next week that he's all of a sudden going to pick up steam. Because his yeah, fifth place I mean, is like way behind fourth. You you got Donald Trump all by himself, and then second through fourth place is Haley, DeSantis, and Vivek, whichever way you you spin it. And then way back at like one percent or less is is Chris Christie. And that one percent is only the Democrats that are voting just because they they don't want Trump. There's no one out there, literally, that thinks he's going to be president. Yeah, I mean, I've only heard a handful of people, like not even that, really say that uh, they'll be voting for Chris Christie. And even then, it's it's only because they... It's only because they don't like Chris. It's only because they don't like Trump. It's not because Chris Christie is the business. But yeah, the, Democrats decided, the Democrats decided there's no primary and it's going to be just Brandon's name. And no matter how good or bad he's polling. But you do have oh, yeah, Michael we have Robinson. An election this year. Uh, what's that? I completely like with 2024 now. I guess the election is just it's just here. 
Yeah. But you got Big Mike now, Michael Robinson Obama. I, I know he's a nice lady. And uh, he's going on various interviews, tours, talking about how she's scared. He's very scared that that Trump might be president again. And she's going on enough shows that it's starting to look like like he might be interested in, in saying something. It's starting to look kind of suspect. In what sense do you think? Oh, I think he's about to say, well, uh, I'm... He's putting himself in a position where he could run. So I don't know if they're, if he's going to announce now. I think now might be a little late. Uh, but they could do it at the Democrat National Convention. He can... He, uh, Brandon can say he's too old or too sick to run, and so they'll bring in uh, they'll bring in Michael Robinson Obama because he's a nice lady. Is she running? Oh, it's too late now. But that's not to say if Brandon says I can't run, that he can't replace Brandon. That's the thing. Wouldn't it be the vice so, president, though? Uh, you think Kamala? Brandon has, like, triple the poll numbers of Kamala. Nobody likes Kamala. If they liked Kamala, they would have already done the switcheroo. And she got a whole bunch of... Yeah, they would love to do the switcheroo on Brandon, but but they uh, they can't. Kamala is just that terrible. Yeah, worst poll numbers I, for I a vice president. I, I what's that? I said Kamala has the worst poll numbers out of any vice president ever. Yeah, I just don't ever see anything about her at all. Like, ever. Right. Yeah, I'm uploading a clip right now that I thought I uploaded. I'm going to, I'll play it as soon as it comes up. It's loading up now. Yeah, we have some Broccoli Mans to play later. i got to get you caught up. You weren't here last week, were you? No, I was here last week. I think we did get, get caught up on some of them. All right. I just couldn't remember if you were here or not. I. That's funny with the holiday. I don't remember what happened. I just know that I didn't book much. I booked a guest yesterday because I just wanted to to finally have a guest again. 
I think that we're going to have one next week. Okay. Well, I'm going to start working on that again. And then the Jeffrey Epstein list, uh, I, I don't think anybody's going to get in trouble for that, to be honest. I actually haven't seen it. I've heard some people read some things off, but I haven't seen it for myself yet. Oh, it's even on mainstream news. It's crazy. Everybody now knows what Bill Clinton was doing. Yeah, I, I think, think anybody. That... I think that people are just tired right now. They're not able to afford groceries. They're tired. Mm-hmm. You know? All right, let's play this one here. This is from Dan Bongino today. Here's Michelle Obama reappears on this podcast. And she got a whole bunch of tails wagging. People are like, Michelle Obama's getting in the race. Me thinking, no. Check this out. The things that keep me up because you you don't have control over them. Mm -hmm. And you wonder, where are people, where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter, who we select who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit, it affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. A couple of things. Number one, of course, I don't want want it because I love you guys and I don't want to sound like a dick. Like, that's really important right now. Like, look at me. I've just been around them a lot. You know, it's so funny. Like, sometimes I'll be on Twitter and they'll be like, you know, De Bongino worked for them. Like he's a uh, what, what do they call like what, what's that thing they always say? Like uh, a, a controlled opposite. I always laugh. Like I, I, I mean, I literally laugh. Like laugh. Like noticeably laugh. So you're telling me like I left a six figure job in the Secret Service and <laughs> secure with like a lifetime of benefits and everything else to go run as a Republican in a blue Joe Maryland, a blue state, correct? Where I <laughs> was going to get crushed by like thirty points. Because I had some grand plan to get a radio show, like after Rush Limbaugh died of a disease no one could. It's like the dumbest thing ever. But some people believe stupid shit. But having been around them is the greatest asset I, in fact, bring to this program. And I wouldn't give it up for anything. Because I understand exactly who they are. Here's the thing about Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama is a very intensely private person, number one. Listen, folks, I was there, okay? No one's going to talk there. I was not on the First Lady's detail because I was on TS. That's a satellite. But she's around a lot when you're at the White House. They're very private. She does not like being in the spotlight. So much so that, I don't know if I've ever told this story, but it's a true story. And it's out there. People, it's out there in the ecosystem now, so I feel comfortable talking about it. I was very friendly with the First Lady detail guys. She wanted so desperately to get out of the public spotlight. She wanted to go to, like, Target or something one time. So they set up this whole big elaborate operation to take her out. Have I, have I ever told the story, Guy? In, like, this super cryptic car. 
you know, when I super cryptic, I don't mean like MacGyver-looking car. I mean like a Ford Pinto, like something that would never look like the Secret Service out of like this exit of the White House no one ever takes. And she wore like a hat and glasses and a scarf. And she went out shopping, and I think it was Target or whatever, Walgreens or Walmart. She just wanted to be like everyone else. Folks, the story happened. You can go put it in a search engine now if you think I'm making it up. I was working the day or the night that that happened. And I remember talking to the guys, because the FLD guys will be around the White House. And I remember, like, thinking, saying to them, holy shit, man, that's crazy you guys pulled that off. She is an intensely private person. There is, like, less than a 1% chance I see that she'd want to jump in a presidential race where she's going to have to be out there mingling in the public when she hated it when her husband was the president. She wasn't even the president. Listen, if Joe, this is like a reverse flag it. Yeah. Because, you know, when we flag it, it's typically because I think I'm going to be right about something. We're flagged this because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I, I want to know the date. So it's, what is it, January 8th or something at 1137? We're kind of reverse flagged it. it. Because if I'm wrong, I'll have to correct it. I'm just telling you I'm probably not. There is, I'd say, less than a 1% chance she runs. But it's not just that she's private. Most people commenting on this go, oh, she's in, she's running. They never worked around these people. The second thing is the Obamas like one thing almost as much as power. What do you think that is? (laughs) Flags in the chat. (laughs) I love you guys in the chat. Chatsters. I'll let you get ahead of this one. What do you think they like, the Obamas, almost as much as power? Any ideas? Money! Money! It's a crime. I was watching a thing about it. It's Pink Floyd, right? Joe's that dark side of the moon? That's Joe's era, totally, man. That's like Joe. That's like totally Armacost right there. A little pre- I'm, I'm more of a Pink Floyd, the wall kind of guy. Vera! Vera, that's kind of my year. I was singing at the Paula the other day because I told her how much I love the wall. I used to listen to it as like a de- depressed 11-year-old kid in my room. Oh, such a sob, nice sob story. That's who I am. They burnt toast, man. That's why I am who I am now. But they love my, why does this show, is this show so crazy? I don't know why it's so crazy, folks. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I have no idea. But I did. I was a very depressed kid. I listened to the wall. Is this where we came in all the time? Some of you will get that. They like money. You think Michelle Obama wants to do a federal disclosure form, on which they would have to do, by the way, and which would be scrutinized by every conservative media outlet as to every penny, as to where the Obamas are getting their money from? Come on, man. Are you serious? It ain't happening, brothers or sisters. She ain't running for president, okay? It's a prediction, and they're like a-holes, okay? Everybody's got one. Predictions don't mean anything, because if she runs, it'll have been worthless. I'm just telling you, I rate the chance, if I'm a betting guy, less than 1%. That was a clip from the Dan Bongino Show. You can watch the full show. We recommend you do on Rumble. Go to rumble.com slash Bongino, please, and subscribe for free. We appreciate it. And uh, I, I do think, Adrian, that that's the reason why Big Mike has not officially said that that he wanted to run, because if... If he was interested, this already would have been done, happened. Yeah, so that she was a very private person. That was interesting. I've, I've 
I can see that now. You don't really hear a lot about her. No, she controls when uh, when she wants to get the attention. Like, she'll do an interview because she wants to, and not, not uh, oh, I have to be out there in public. So, who knows? Maybe, maybe he is a nice lady. But I, I think whether it's uh, because she does not like being on camera all the time or maybe he doesn't he does not like to always be around Barry Satoro. Maybe he doesn't want to be involved in, in uh all the behind the scenes stuff with the globalist. I don't have a clue. It could be a sham type marriage. But I think if a lot of those if, in if, politics I, and I think that if if he was interested, he, he would have already announced, in my opinion, because they are desperate to get rid of Brandon, but they can't, because there's nobody on the bench right now. And you could say Governor Gruesome, but Gruesome is not going to unite anybody. Everybody's going to look at Gruesome and say, "Go fix San Francisco." Then you could fix the. Then you could fix the United States. There's no way Gruesome would win against Trump. That's just facts. But they, they'd have to really promise a lot to Big Mike, like like she'd have to have Brandon's type schedule, or maybe less. You'd have to barely see him. Come and it was just like, I don't know, DeSantis was just asking him questions, and it was just, <laughs> he, just he just kept skimming over him, didn't really answer. No, he's he's not interested at all. He's, he's going to run his offense, and that's it. Yeah, actually, I'm going to look up, like, how long has he been the governor over there? Oh, what, six years, I think, maybe, offhand? Let's see. He used to be the mayor of San Francisco, and he promised he'd clean up San Francisco before uh, when he was elected, and he never did. Yeah, he was elected governor of California in 2018. That's what I thought. So the latest thing right now is that the uh, the synagogues in New York City have underground tunnels, like they do in Israel. Hmm. Why would they have that? Uh, well, if there's areas that have bombings, they have tunnels so that they're not out in the public. 
because if they're out, they they get shot down or uh, anything like that. So they're, they 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 act underground. Who found those? Uh, that I don't really know. I just know they were discussed today. Also, in New York City, they're shutting down. They're shutting down schools so they could house illegals in there. They're they're making the kids uh, go to school online uh, so they can make room for thousands of, of uh, illegals to sleep in. That sounds fair. Cool. Uh, there's multiple schools in New York City, elementary, high school, whatever. They're turning into illegal hotels now. classroom to make room for 2,000 migrants. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know if it's James, James Madison High School is one. Yeah. Um, Migrants from Floyd Bennett are at the school tonight to, yeah. So that's what it is. James Madison High School is the first one that I found. James Madison High School? That's the first one. I, I just, I picked the first article. Well, at least it's liberal, I guess. The high school? No, I'm saying it's liberal to to kick kids out of school so they can put illegals in there. It's liberal, so it's okay. I don't know how people are not moving faster out of New York State after Governor Hochul signed that they can uh, they sign an executive order that they could declare anyone could be taken to a camp at any time if they're considered a threat. That's a, that, that was actually passed. Yeah, they signed in executive order. Yeah, a lot of people are just in a daze. They don't understand what is actually happening right now. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't really understand, like, what is about to happen as well. Well, the average person might know something's wrong, but they don't know what it is. Yeah, that is true. Or what they can do about it. All right, let's see what we have here. 
I can show you the latest here in Mr. Broccoli. Let me know when you have it, and we'll move, we'll move on. All right, I got it here. Okay. All right, so this one here, Broccoli Man is with Liberal Person, uh, and it's called The Absolute Wokest. So I'll go ahead and get this ready to go here. All right, let's count it down. Three, two, one, action. I am glad the Epstein list is finally becoming public. Many of us in the truth movement already knew this. But hopefully these child traffickers will go to prison and the public will stop supporting these sickos. Dumbass. Yag. The sad thing is, whenever we are close to exposing the globalists, they set up another event where they pull the wool over the public's eyes so we do not arrest them for doing what they do. I am worried the globalists will try and hit us even harder because they are getting exposed with the Epstein files. Oh, brother, this guy We need to get justice for what they did to us during these COVID gene therapies. Worldwide they killed over 20 million people with the gene therapies. Everyone knows Brandon sucks and does not run anything. No one trusts the government. But nothing ever happens. We all need to share this information out like our life depends on it. Hey broccoli person. I hate you so much. Why do you hate globalists so much? They do a lot of great things in the world. Like Planned Parenthood. They help us get abortions even after the baby is born. I am not into babies being born and then being killed while they are alive. That's because you are too extreme. How is not wanting to kill babies after they are born considered extreme? This was literally illegal until Brandon was president. Every single year before that you would get arrested for murdering a baby. That's because you are not for women's rights. Bruh. Do you even know what a woman is? It is someone acting as a woman. Especially if they have a junk on their person. That is not a definition. You cannot use a word to say what the same word is. Can you define a woman without using the word woman? I do not know. I am not a gynecologist. Huh? Then why are you dressed like a woman if you do not know what a woman is? I am more of a woman than a normal woman because I have a junk on my person. Why are you so afraid of saying what a woman is? I am sure you know what one is. How are you better than a woman? How are you even a woman? I am a woman because I wear women's clothing and wear makeup. 
I also go to women's restrooms. I am loving and liberal because I am a trans. It is wrong and immoral now to be as a man or a woman. It is about the new communist way of thinking. We do not believe we should be men's or women's. You are extreme if you think you are a male or female. You think male and female is outdated? I would be willing to pay you to milk a bull. You can also go to my chicken coop and see if my rooster lays eggs. Yuck. How dare you have chickens? I can't wait until it is illegal to eat meat. I would never touch an egg. You meat eaters need to get re-educated in a FIMA camp. You need to think about how us vegans feel and be more like us. We will make it the law so we can keep our freedom. People should be allowed to eat soy products and also eat Z-bugs. See, here is the issue. People like us do not care what food you put in your body. If you want to eat GMO soy or eat bugs go for it. More food for me. You can act as a communism in a capitalist society. But it is impossible to live as a capitalist in a communist society. Plus, in a communist world, only the 1% own things. Why don't you hate on them? Well, of course the 1% should be able to do what they want. We do not care. They should own things because they are the ones that tell us what bugs to eat. They produce the soy products we eat. People like Gilopolist are the ones that help make our world great. His lies and ecogene therapies gives us heart conditions. He is so loving and liberal. Don't you know Brandon legalized heart attacks for the children? Why are you such a globalist chill? Don't you know the new world order is going to scoop you up too and take everything in your life away? My goal is to own nothing and eat Z-bugs. I am a trans vegan who is loving and liberal. You cannot be a woman just because you like wearing makeup. You are just a nut job. Oh yeah? You should go on to my only trans page when I have my webcam shows. I will show you how great of a trans I am. Wow. So that means you have no skills to speak of. I am sure no one would like to work in the same building as you. So you have to resort to try and get paid by getting tokens so people can watch and laugh at what you are doing. Being an only trans is hard work. It is much harder work than your job. At least I work for myself. You are right. I am sure showing everyone your ice cream cone is much harder than catching child traffickers and arresting them all day. At least I do not worry who is on Epstein's flight logs. Those are the only people in this world I respect. So, you only respect the 1% people that have gotten away with diddling children? Who died and left you as the moral police. You are not even a 1% person. Those that have no moral have no compass to know what is even right. You are so dumb that you cannot even watch CNN and see what we have to believe in today. At least I know how to go out and glue my junk to the ground so I can speak up for trans people supporting Hamas. We are going to teach Palestine how to be as loving and liberal.
Once they can learn how to become trans, they will accept us and also become trans. Bruh. That's not how it works. You are just afraid that the Hamas people will accept us and join us to put all you old fogies that are Christian and Jewish into the FEMA camps. That do not exist. Huh? By the way, what even are your pronouns? I am as im slash zir. If you say he slash him, it proves you are a racist. Only he slash him or her slash she pronouns are 100% racist. Liberals unfortunately need to learn their lessons the hard way. They think communism is all fun and games. They will not ask the citizens of China, Iran, Venezuela, or Cuba how great communism is. Of course we'll not ask them. They do not know how great they have it. All they do is complain. As I was saying, do not be afraid of these Wokotopians. Stand up for yourselves. Also, check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof is on at freedomizerradio.com. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to know about. Do not let them bully you into wearing scams, getting more gene therapies, or getting a microchip. Get educated. Go to freedomizerradio.com. See? You bees are such a loser. You are such an extremist for not wanting to wear a scam, get a gene therapy, or get a Lysenica Freedom microchip. That is how we divide us patriots that are loving and liberal. Against you losers who just let everyone always see your face and still pay with cash money. My ideas are better than your because I got them from CNN and Klaus Schwab. Alright, so that's this week's episode. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about Schwab recently. Oh, he doesn't have to. He hates that his name is out there. You know, Proof, I actually recently I learned about what a pharmacy benefit manager is. Are, are you tracking on what that is? Have you ever heard of that before? No, not really. So pretty disturbing. Um, you know, uh Back when I was doing some surveys, we were asking about these, and that's how I learned what it is. A pharmacy benefit manager, they're basically these entities that determine um, the prices of drugs. They negotiate the prices with the drug manufacturers and pharmacies. They establish a lot of the 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 pharmacy networks. They process drug claims as well as administer prescription drug insurance benefits. So they do a lot. Um, They make a substantial amount of money as well. Um, Very interesting. No, I figured there were those types of people. I just never knew the, the definition of it. Yeah, very disturbing. Well, you said you haven't heard from Klaus Schwab in a while. Uh, I I, uh, I do have something he did recently. I don't know if you heard. He was in a bunch of songs. No, I haven't. 
Uh, I'll let you listen to some of this. You heard Klausy McSchwab's first two records. Smack, scene, smack, all night. You'll own nothing and be happy. But this one is going to make your modified mRNA tingle. Time Lies presents Greatest Schwab's, Volume 15. A new world order in music. One, two, three, four, five. All the unvaccinated are still alive. A little bit of Pfizer in my arm. A little bit of BioNTech does no harm. A little Johnson Johnson does the trick. A little AstraZeneca so you don't get sick. It's booster number five. Let's talk about Vax, baby. Let's talk about Doc Fauci. Let's talk about all the weird and countless side effects, maybe. Let's talk about Vax. Let's talk about Vax a little, little, little. Come and take the seven shot, the seven shot. This a little luck you get. My, 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 oh! My, 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 okaditis. You won't have to be rich. With CBDC, you'll have all you need with central currency. We just take your extra wealth and your cash. And you can walk 500 steps, but not a single step more until the curfew activates and robot cops stand at your door. Just a small town boy drinking Genetically modified soy This ensures he doesn't co-create Please stop the reading Stop the bleeding We are almost 9 billion people Please stop the reading right now We didn't start a Pfizer. We just made you take it, even if you hate it. Greatest Schwab's, Volume 15. Now available on Spotifyzer and MRN Apple Music. I don't care who you are, where you're from. Don't care what you want. You will eat the bars. you might have wanted to hear from Mr. Schwab himself. Yeah, I mean, I heard that they're actually saying that the shots did not work now. Someone sent me an article, I believe it was yesterday or the day before, literally. Right. Heard, uh, that a bunch of places are trying to bring scams back. And uh, it's funny, I've heard several interviews that say, we know scams did nothing to help COVIDs, but it's the best thing we have to protect ourselves from COVIDs. It's just yeah, the weirdest thing in No, but the thing is, I guess, is that the more people put scams on their face, the more compliant they are, and, and, uh, and it brings the fear because then you have people that go, oh, it must be serious. Everybody's wearing scams. I better go get my gene therapy. 
So it's just an advertisement for gene therapies, that's all. But the average person in America is going to sit there and, and put their stupid scams back on. Not because they're scared of a virus. They're, they're scared that they won't be able to buy something from a store. So they'll put on a stupid scam. Yeah, I've seen a couple people wearing them. Yeah, you see it enough here in Vegas. I wouldn't say it's everybody, but you still get 20% of the public that puts them on. And more populated Democrat areas, you, you will see, uh, and I will say roughly 100% of the people that are scam-wearing are Democrats. I will say it's like 99.99998% or something. Yeah, there's been and a few I saw somebody, I, I, I did share a post. There was a video that I saw on the Facebook Reels. And they said, if you believe that there's only two genders, you're a right-wing extremist, even if you vote for Brandon. If you, if you never, if you stopped wearing a scam in between the mandates, and you, you're and you're not wearing a scam right now, then you are a right wing extremist because only normal people wear scams, and they and they never stopped wearing them. So that's what this person said. If you don't believe in abortion after the baby is born, then you're considered a right wing extremist. Can you imagine things that were just normal four years ago, and uh, and you have to go all the way with them, or you're considered the enemy. The, there is no negotiating. You have to take where, wherever wherever the football lands, uh, and that being whatever the 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 one percent want you to believe. You have to go a hundred percent on everything, or else you're dead to them. I think but that's, that's how the heels and the pins are for the most part, though. Well, that leaned to the left woke up and uh, they they saw a reason. Well, it's all fun and games when you have money in your pocket, but but when prices go up the way they are, but the salaries are not, or you don't have a good job. And uh, and this wokeism is is going crazy, and you got kids now worried about if they're going to get drafted into a war. Uh, a war will wake people up, I promise you that. You get somebody that's 22 years old; they've never, not only have they never held a gun before, but they might protest against guns, and now they're having to go get drafted into a war with no experience, no nothing, and they're going to be on frontline infantry. And these people must somehow think that that they can just ask the the other side, whether it's China or Russia or whatever, 
you're going to ask a Russian soldier what their pronouns are. Their pronouns are going to be splat and bam. They're not going to have a zur and, and zim pronoun. China and Russia and Iran, they're, they're not... They're not feminizing their men. They're not yeah, promoting transit yeah. over there. They don't have drag queen story hour in Russia. And I don't care if people are tranning or not. That, that, that doesn't concern me. The thing is, it's just the blatant advertising for it. And when you're when you're doing it for the children, that, that that's what gets me. If if you want to have a burlesque house and, and do your thing with with uh, a, a, a adults that are of age, then go have at it. I don't really care. But when you bring it to the children and you're doing it in schools, that yeah, that's not cool. I mean, these people are sick. But you have to go all the way with them or else you're a right-wing extremist. That's why you see the, the cartoons I do with liberal person and, and the millennials, because the, those are people that went all the way. You have to follow, literally you have to follow them to see what you believe in every day. I, I promise you these people five years ago, they knew if they were a man or a woman. Now all of a sudden they don't know. I mean, it's just very strange. The Women's Boxing Association in, in the United States are now going to allow trans men to fight in their boxing league. You're not going to have any women go up against men. You could have people that, that fought against Mike Tyson, and now they're going to they're gonna go up against women. What chance do they have? I mean, it's just weird. Why do you want to fight a woman? Because you feel like a woman. And they think just just because just because they wear the dress that all of a sudden they're a woman. Yeah, I don't know. Like just feeling like a woman and being a woman, just completely different things. And the, what gets me is they they tell. These people that, that support, like Leah Thomas and all these men being in women's sports, they tell women, if you don't like it, you should have your own league. Like, they already have their own league. Right. Why don't somebody just create a he-she league and people can, can be whatever they want in that league? And, and then there's no hard feelings because everybody knows what they're getting into. Yeah, I mean, I think at the least they should have their own instead of trying to integrate it. But, you know, that would make you transphobic or whatever they call it. Have you ever seen the lingerie football league? No, I haven't. It's a legitimate football league. I'm not even kidding. So they have women playing actual men's football. Not against men. I'm just saying they play American football. 
and, uh, and they, then they wear lingerie. That's really weird. And, and unfortunately, part of the game, because they're wearing lingerie, that uh, when somebody gets tackled, it is possible for a woman to have their bottom uh, come off in the middle of a game or have something pop out because it's, they're wearing lingerie. You, you can't have all kinds of clean tackles all day and not have something fall out when you're wearing that stuff. I just don't understand why those people would want to do that. Hey, if they want to do it, um, uh, like I said, I don't have a problem with it, but when they bring men into it, I, I think that's different. Where does this take place? It's a it's an actual league. Uh, Vegas used to have a team. Oh, let me see if I can get a video for it. Yeah, let me see if I can hook that up right now. I don't know if I could play it. It wouldn't make any sense if I play it. I was going to play a clip, but it, it wouldn't really. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, if you have something you want to promote, go ahead while I'm putting this together for you. Yeah, so I just wanted to remind our listeners that Popcrest Botanicals is going to do free shipping and a free product. So I want to repeat, the product is completely free. The shipping is free for cancer patients. Anyone that's been diagnosed with any kind of cancer, if they reach out to me with their name, address, email address, phone number, so we can follow up and make sure they receive their package, Popcrest Botanicals is willing to ship the product which is CBD RSO for free, free shipping as well, to anyone diagnosed with cancer. Or if you have a family member, mom, dad, sister, cousin, family, friends, a loved one, anyone you know with cancer and you would like to get that product to you to give to them, you can contact me because this is something that is completely free. And we would like to share the product with people that are diagnosed with cancer because it has been shown to mitigate the symptoms of cancer. Okay. And then can you give the website again? Yeah, it's popcrestbotanicals.com, but if they want to email me, they can email me at Adrian Carden, gmail.com, and that's A-D-R-I-E-N-E-C-A-R-D-I-N at gmail.com. Okay. Okay. All 
All right, sounds good. You heard it here first. All right, so um, I, I sent you that link there. You're not going to be able to play it right now, but uh, that that is, I mean, if you want to just put it on mute or something. Okay, yeah, I can do that if you want me to watch it right now. Well, if you want to just watch a minute of it real quick just to see what it is, that's fine. But, yeah, you don't have to watch the whole clip just, just so you know what it is. As a matter of fact, while you're doing that, I'll just play an ad real quick and let you do your thing. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Okay, one more time. This is your foot. This is shoes. This. This is your foot in shoes. I, I can't move. Any questions? A little help. This public service announcement brought to you by Zero Shoes. Feel the freedom, feel the fun, feel the world in Zero Shoes. All right, so did you see a minute of it? Yeah, I did see some of it. It was kind of freezing, uh, not a great connection where I am currently, oh. but that is so strange. Eh, maybe so. I mean, it's not like no. they're they're having sex on the field or anything. It's just they're, they're yeah, wearing I mean, the skimpy outfit. Yeah, the weirdest thing I've ever seen, but just like, who came up with that? But it, it's like going to see our car. Uh, it's like going to see a NASCAR event. You're going to see the crashes. Yeah, I think that what that takes place in Bristol. What the Daytona 500? Uh, one of those. Some kind of races. Well, you know that Daytona Beach uh, has the Daytona 500. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of racing stuff, bike stuff that happens in Daytona, a lot of bikers there. Right. No, but it's no secret that most of the people that go to the Lingerie Football League are, are hoping to see some oopses. convinced I could be a race car driver. Okay. I never tried. I'm pretty confident that I could do it. One thing I hate about driving in other states that are not Florida is just, like, I don't know, in Florida in 95, we just drive and we drive straight and everybody, I don't know. I just, 
I always heard Florida drivers are kind of bad, which is a little bit true. But then uh, once I got like acclimated to driving there, used to driving there, you know, I drive in other states and I'm like, wow, we're going so slow right now. All right, so let's see what else we want to get into today. Just so you know, um, we might have to leave early today because my remember earlier in the day in the show when my my phone stopped working, so I had to use my yeah. backup phone. Uh, my uh, I have a battery on on one cordless phone that's basically dead and I need to replace the battery because the battery is dying, that, that phone died already once. I'm, I'm not going to be able to get that. Uh, when it's on full charge, I only have about 30 minutes on it until I get a new battery. This one here is on one bar. So uh, when this one goes, uh, unless, unless this phone line shuts off, uh, I'm stuck. Okay. The phone I normally dial in on, it's plugged in. It's a it's a handset, but it shows that it's it's hogging up the the uh, the host line, and I can't clear it. So if we have to leave early, that that's uh, it, it's my own fault. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. Oh, that would be good yeah, if we can know, get Carly just, again. Yes, I am super excited to have her. I listened to one of her uh, ministry messages today. Uh, Carly's great. She has a uh, good discernment. She's come out of different churches that were, you know, preaching false doctrines and just a little bit of a, you know, like a bio in advance on her. I will be reading her bio. We got cut short the last time she was with us, but she's a minister. And she uh, received uh, spiritual dreams and messages and does YouTube videos on her ministry. And uh, she's, a, she's a really good person, and she, uh, she'll be joining us next week, hopefully. I was listening to one of her uh, messages today. She's on YouTube, and it was good. I did some grounding today. Sat on the ground. Okay, are you in Florida or Texas today? Right now, I'm in Texas. I should be in Florida, likely within the next couple weeks. Uh, But yeah, I just kind of sat on the ground today, did a little bit of grounding, felt significantly better. So at some point, you'll be in Vegas uh, in about a month or so. Um, I'm not sure if I'll be in Vegas that soon. I would love to go. I would love to come back out there. I love it out there. Not even for the normal reasons that people like to go to Las Vegas. Not really anything to do with the gambling. I, I like the lights, uh, interesting people, and then I like the art galleries out there. Michael Goddard, my sister-in-law, is actually Michael Goddard's cousin. Um, oh, I, mean, I didn't know you were into awesome. artwork like that. <laughs> yes, yes, I love Michael Goddard's art. I get lost in the galleries out there. I mean, like... I've gone to other galleries, but the Las Vegas art scene is so cool. I, I have some interesting pieces, actually. My my dad used to 
watched this art auction channel that was on the West Coast, and he won a bunch of pieces, and I inherited awesome. some of them. How did so you I have Mark Segal's. I have uh, I have at least one or two Salvador Dali's, and I, I have some other odds and ends. I don't remember everything, but I, I have maybe like ten or twelve pieces. How did he win them? It's an auction. So what they used to do 20 years ago was uh, they would have a, a TV channel and they would show it kind of like a QVC, but it would be auction style for art. And so he would call in, and uh, the highest bid is 175. Uh, uh, caller in Las Vegas, uh, go ahead. What do you want to bid on this? Uh, I bid 230. All right. Anyone else want a top 230? Going once, going twice, sold to the gentleman in Las Vegas for $230. That, that's how it works. Okay. So, it's like, yeah, so it's like an auction. Yeah. Pretty cool. I think Goddard is probably one of my favorite artists out there. I, I saw several the last time I was there, and I can't remember the names of them. But they're really good, too. I wish I could remember the exact gallery that I went to where it was a lot of – you'll see Goddard. You know, you know he does – you probably know who I'm talking about. He has the olive. Okay. On his painting. So anything you see with an olive, it's I like uh, Michael Goddard. I like Henry Miller, actually. I'll have to check him out. I, I'm looking for more, um, like – art places there you know a lot of it's in the hotels and in the malls and i'm looking for several names so i can get a list going that i can visit the next time i go there so do they put you up in hotels when you're working here and stuff oh i was just visiting there um i was not working there i would like i mean if you're coming to work here are you coming to work in vegas Oh, no, I don't think that I will be, but most of the work that I do, it usually lodging is covered. Um, it just depends on the company, whether it's, you know, good or not sometimes. <laughs> well, I was going to say, if worse came to worse, uh, it's me and my wife here and a bunch of cats and dogs. Uh, we got I a five-bedroom house. You're welcome to a room. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I love cats. There was okay. actually a cat at the last hotel uh, we were put in. You know, it wasn't great, uh, to say the least. Uh, but what made it okay was there was a hotel cat, and uh, it was a big cat. And it was one of the manager's cats. And uh, the cat would just kind of, like, occasionally come in the room. And uh, the owner of it said he had a female cat when he first, arrived there that passed away and the very next day that black cat showed up and just never left so I thought that was really cool well I'm about seven miles from downtown and like 12 miles from the strip okay cool yeah I like when they set up art on the street too there's a lot going on there in the street
Yeah, there is a first Friday. I don't know what all they have there on first Fridays, but the first Friday of the month, they, they do something. I'm about to delve uh, into energy medicine, and I'm really excited for that. I start looking at things like that. I'm looking at potentially maybe doing a course or two, something at the Quantum University. Okay. All right, let's see what else we got here. I downloaded a few things already. Let's see what I put up today. All right, I got some liberal hive mind stuff. I didn't get the Dan Bongino, did I, with with Big Mike? Let me see if I can put that on the board here. All right, um... just putting something else on the board while I'm getting ready to play a clip. I didn't upload as many things as I thought. I Well, I did, but I didn't put them on the switchboard yet. So I have to do that real quick here. Oh, I didn't think this one would take this long. I, was, I should have played the clip first. So you didn't see then where football player Aaron Rodgers uh, called out Jimmy Kimmel for being on Epstein's list, and Jimmy Kimmel said he was going to sue Aaron Rodgers for for false information. And then the next day it comes out and Jimmy Kimmel was listed as one of the people that was at Epstein's island. No, I didn't. I don't really pay a lot of attention to sports and stuff, so. Oh, you don't have to pay attention to sports. Aaron Rodgers is a famous quarterback. And he called out Jimmy Kimmel for being a uh, for being a client of Jeffrey Epstein. All right, let's. Uh, I got three clips in a row here. I'm gonna just play uh, the liberal hive mind. I could stop in between, see if you want to talk. If not, we'll go to the next one here. So I'm just gonna play them all in a row here. Hey guys, welcome to the Liberal Hive Mind. I've been telling you over the last couple of days that the Democrat establishment is panicking. We covered a report yesterday that supposedly Barack Obama was ringing the alarm bells, warning Democrats of the risk of a second Donald Trump term, attempting to warn the Democrats that Trump is rising and likely to win the next election. Well, that was a report from the Washington Post, although it was exactly that, just a report. Well, today I guess we have confirmation. As Michelle Obama essentially says it, most likely echoing what her husband's thinking, Democrat panning is in full effect. Donald Trump is on the rise in a very, very big way. Let me show you guys exactly what's going on. We got some stuff to get into, so let's roll the tape. All right, folks, so the panic is real. Take a look. You know, are we moving at all fast enough? What are we doing about education? Mm. Are people going to vote? And why aren't people voting? 
are we too stuck to our phones? I mean, those yeah. are the things that yeah. keep me up because you you don't have control over them, mm-hmm. and you wonder where are people? Where are we in this? You know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit. It affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. You know, the fact that people think that government, eh, you know, does it really even do anything? And I'm like, oh my God, does government do everything for us? And we cannot take this democracy for granted. And sometimes I, I... Michelle Obama is saying it outright that she is worried, scared of the next election. And what exactly do you think that means? It's not coded language, I'll tell you that much. It's very clear. In fact, it's explicit. What they're scared of is this. Here's the most recent Redfield-Wilton Strategies poll, which was conducted in six separate swing states, some of them arguably the most important ones. And the numbers, I mean, just visually are stunning. 2024 presidential election voting intention in swing states. If the candidates for the presidential election on November 5th, 2024 are as follows, for whom will you vote? Donald J. Trump, Republican. In Arizona, Trump wins at 41% to 35% for Joe Biden and 10% for RFK. In Florida, he's up 11 points. In Georgia, he's up eight. In Michigan, he's up two. North Carolina, he's up four. And in Pennsylvania, supposedly up one. Leading across the board in every single important state. What happened to the copium narrative that if RFK was included on the ballot, he would pull from Trump supporters? The spooky conspiracy theorists are going to flock to RFK and ditch Biden, that's what they told us. Well, it seems as though that isn't the case at all. Like, not even close. The exact opposite is happening, to the extent where now Trump is possibly leading in Michigan. Honestly, not something I was expecting. I'd figure Wisconsin would be more likely to go, even Pennsylvania. But now it seems even Michigan is on the Trump train. Joe Biden won Michigan in the last election cycle by nearly 150,000 votes, if my memory serves correct. That kind of flip is massive. We might be heading into one of the biggest electoral landslides in modern American history, bigger than 2016, or maybe pull it back a little bit, likely to mirror something that we saw in 2016. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, the Rust Belt as a whole seems to be trending rightward, at least in the short term during this presidential election. And like I keep saying in all of these election analysis videos, the states that Democrats thought they were making massive gains in, like Arizona and Georgia, are reverting completely. Trump is up six points in Arizona and a staggering eight points in Georgia, according to this survey. And so what do you think the Democrats are going to do now? What's going to be the last-ditch strategy? Are they going to pump Joe Biden full of drugs and put him out there, attempting to change the narrative about him? Probably not. They've been attempting that for the last three years. Hasn't exactly worked. Probably what's going to happen is more shenanigans. Either they're going to try to rip Donald Trump from the ballot or rip RFK from the ballot. As per usual, the desperation is kicking in. They're losing. The idea was that Trump is unelectable. But voter sentiment, according to this poll tells a very different story. 2024 election voter expectations. If the following individuals are the two candidates for the main two parties, who do you think would be more likely to win the 2024 presidential election? When asked this question, Donald Trump becomes even more popular, up 14 points in Arizona. Granted, that's not actual support, it's more what people are predicting, but I think it's relevant on the issue of electability. The idea is that Donald Trump is so unelectable, but it seems like the people have a different view entirely. People think that he's going to win. And that right there plays a really big role. If some of those people are Democrats who are convinced in their mind that Trump is coming back, they might view voting as a futile endeavor. They might not show up to the polls. 
If your party is discouraged and disoriented, that's not exactly a recipe for electoral success at the ballot. I'd argue quite the opposite. And of course, the opposite could be true. Complacency on the Republican side if people think that Trump is going to win no matter what. But considering the last couple of elections, I don't necessarily think that's the case. And considering the current state of the country, I'd argue Republican voter turnout is going to be quite healthy this year. And I think that's a pretty easy prediction to make just considering the circumstance of this election. There's two motivating factors. One of them is get Joe Biden out of office. The guy's a walking, talking disaster. And motivating factor number two, the Democrat Party assault on democracy that we've seen in weaponization and politicization of the justice system. If those aren't the perfect motivating factors heading into an election season, then I don't know what is. Meanwhile, the other side, I mean, Democrats just don't really have the same motivation. Joe Biden's attempting to rally the Democrat troops by pushing fear-mongering nonsense, you know, the whole orange man bad narrative. But that kind of political messaging, that kind of rhetoric, only appeals to a very, very specific type of audience. You know, the Rachel Maddow people. To win this next election, you have to win independent voters. And again, the numbers are extremely clear here. Here's a poll from ActiVote US, where they specifically surveyed leaners, people who are leaning, and not registered voters, but likely voters, people who are likely to vote on election day. And the numbers are staggering. Trump is ahead eight points in total, and with independent his support rises to 55% to 45 with a plus 10 lead. Joe Biden's going to have to do something and do something fast to win over independent voters. And orange man bad, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that, Donald Trump's literally Hitler, Donald Trump bullied me when I was a kid, gave me wedgies, and shoved my face into the toilet bowl. Not exactly a winning message. Not exactly winning over independent voters who don't subscribe to the regular TDS nonsense. And so Democrats are going to have to try to do something and do something fast. I don't know what it's going to be. All I know is that it's not going to be a messaging campaign. They keep trying new things from ultra MAGA to Bidenomics to Trump is literally Hitler. Now Joe Biden is attempting to revive the whole I was a civil rights leader thing. I've spent more time in uh, the uh, Bethel AME Church in Wilmington, Delaware than I have uh, than most people I know black or white have spent in that church. Because that's where I started. No, I'm serious. I started a civil rights movement. He literally said, quote, that's where I started a civil rights movement. During his speech in Pennsylvania, he likened himself to George Washington. Now I guess he's Martin Luther King Jr. But obviously it's another idiotic claim considering, I mean, Joe Biden said this. During the 60s, I was, in fact, very concerned about the civil rights movement. I was not an activist. I worked at an all-black swimming pool in the east side of Wilmington, Delaware. I was involved. I was involved in what what they were thinking, what they were feeling. I was involved, but I was not out marching. I was not down in Selma. I was not anywhere else. Yeah, Joe Biden, who literally wasn't an activist, and basically all the way up to the 2000s, I'd even argue he was a public racist. Yeah, that guy's now trying to paint himself as a civil rights leader. Give me a freaking break. The people aren't buying it. His approval rating is in the gutter. Independents don't want anything to do with him. Donald Trump is winning every single swing state on paper, and the Obamas are panicking. Momentum, momentum, momentum. Trump's got all the momentum. Voter enthusiasm's on the Republican side. Everything's looking good. Now I guess let's see what happens moving forward, and most importantly, let's see what kind of tricks the Democrats are going to get up to. But as of right now, on paper, in terms of sentiment, in terms of the data, this is where we stand. And of course, you know what that means. You know exactly what's probably happening at the DNC headquarters now, don't you? All right, well, that's the video. We haven't done polling analysis in a while. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like and possibly subscribe to the channel. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you on the next one. All right, uh, so uh, that was one liberal hive mind. I have to let you know my... 
my other phone beeped at me and ran out of battery, so I, I pulled this one off the charger. So uh, I might have five minutes at the most on this. All right, that's fine. Uh, I don't really have a lot of comments on that. Uh, the part about the, uh, you know, when it's the, you know, Joe Biden, he, you know, he's the best civil rights uh, organizer that we've had in the United States, proof. I know. <laughs> I know. You know, so, he's the best we got. Uh, I, mean, you, I think he might be up there, you know, past MLK, you know, Martin Luther King. Well, they're talking about taking down Abraham Lincoln statues because he's now racist. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he's the one that allegedly freed the slaves, but he's racist. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Proof. I was assaulted by a Black Lives Matter leader. I think we told our audience this before I did. I told you I uh, was actually assaulted by a Black Lives Matter leader for uh, asking her a question one time at one of their rallies. Interesting. Yeah. All right, so let's call it a night here before this phone shuts on me, too. So I will see you next week. All right, have a great night. All right, right, everyone else, I'll be back again next week. Sorry, the the phone snafu with the switchboard kind of screwed me. And so uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Joanne Moretti will be our co-host, so don't miss that. Other than that, Please support the other shows on the network. It's not just the Proof Negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail. Keep hope alive. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am Proof Negative. I am Oot.